on today's episode, we're diving into the Falcon Winter Soldier, episode one. I'm Anthony, I'm your host today, and that's right, we are finally going to be touching on and diving into the first episode of the Falcon Winter Soldier TV show available on Disney Plus every single Friday. This episode just so happened to come out on the 18th and a very, very much and highly anticipated show it is after coming off of the uh, WandaVision run in which uh, Dustin captured uh, all of those episodes here on today's episode on the culture jack podcast as always thank you guys for tuning in if you guys have not subscribed or followed us make sure take a moment to do that on your favorite podcasting platform we truly appreciate it all right where do i begin um so there is going to be spoilers so if you have not seen the first episode of the winter soldier make sure or of the Falcon and the winter soldier, make sure and watch that because I'm going to dive. I'm not going to go knee deep in. I'm going to, I'm going to hit some of the, the high surface items. Uh, I did happen to watch the episode twice. I watched it last night and then I watched it this morning, uh, this morning just to kind of get the feel to, to let it, uh, resonate and then have another taste and, uh, give you guys my thoughts of this first episode and then talk a little bit about, uh, what what could come of the Falcon in Winter Soldier? Let's go ahead and dive into the episode here. Okay, so if you're not familiar, these two characters have been very much so tied to Steve Rogers, uh, a.k.a. Captain America. Uh, both of them are friends of Steve Rogers, so you have to expect a Captain America-style story which generally is going to be if if hopefully this isn't a surprise to you but is uh kind of a militaristic action packed show and they delivered in fact the start of the show we have the falcon in which you're going to hear me say this many times over whoever does the cinematography and sets these shots and the directors of this stuff they do such a dang good job. It is absolutely stunning. So we start this off with an inc- just an incredible uh, uh, kind of kickoff sequence with the Falcon. And there is obviously something going on. The Falcon is now uh, post. Uh, it actually, let me step back here. Both of these characters, this is post the snap, right? So the Infinity Saga This is uh, where these guys are afterward. And it starts off with Anthony Mackie, a.k.a. Sam Wilson, a.k.a. The Falcon. Um, You know, it it starts by uh, him doing his uh, kind of a subcontract here. And he's in The Falcon, as you would expect, with his uniform on and he's flying around and he's doing his thing. But to start this show off the way that they did, kudos to them. Because the action sequences, the um, all of the stuff, like the Falcon isn't screwing around, and I love how they portray him. He is what, what would think is like killing people, 
um, not like killing people in the sense of just killing people, but in his mission, he's killing people. So he is doing kind of the, you know, the, what the Falcon does his, his best places in the air. And it just so happens to be an air combat situation uh, between him and a group of unknowns with the exception of, and this, this I thought was just badass the way they did this. So he obviously has uh, support from a ground team, which is actually like a partner in crime there. And he is in the air. He gets dropped. He's going to uh, catch up with this plane, gets to the plane. And who do we see in the plane? A character you might remember from the, I believe it was the Winter Soldier, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And that is Batrick the Lipa. AKA George St. Pierre, which is, I, I, it just brought a smile to my face. I'm like, these tricky bastards, they are that good. And they are. So George St. Pierre, uh, he was, uh, kind of a mid-level villain that you saw got beat up on a ship by Captain America again. And uh, I believe it was winter soldier. He hijacked this plane and he's doing something. He's trying to get this, uh, military soldier. And, Quite, quite a sequence of events happens on the plane, off the plane, and my mind was blown during this this whole action scenario that they're playing out or that's playing out on the screen in front of you on just how well and how crazy the choreography must have been to get some of these sequences. Now, obviously, most of this is probably done on a green screen, but it looks so damn good. The Falcon. Um, the combat sequences, uh, the ability that he can, and it shows him like flip, flip around his wings and turn it into a shield to block him from uh, Batrick's shots that are getting fired at him. And then he's in a sequence in this canyon swooping in and his, his wings are, are uh, getting clipped as the uh, canyon narrows. And then He's, you know, hitting walls and this and that. And then the action sequences between him and the, the air quote bad guys. Um, he There's a scene in there that he's flying past this helicopter, kind of swoops under, turns around, hits his little grappling hook, grabs a guy, the gunner, off the thing, grabs him, pulls him off the helicopter, drops him in the canyon, releases his grapple, drops him in the canyon. There's another sequence where... He uh, and all these guys that he's fighting that are in air are in squirrel suits kind of gliding. He nails one hits the side of the canyon and just plummets to his doom or what we think is to his doom. They keep the rating there because they're not showing the impacts of, of these action sequences. So you don't get to see the blood splatter. You don't get to see, you know, the, the body hit the ground and, and what have you. But nonetheless, it was so well done. I was sitting there. I watched that. And I was like, Jesus, this is a way to start an episode. My God, man. So they, uh, they, they do their deal there. They do the deed. He uh, ends up saving this military person uh, without a lot of dialogue and understanding of, of what exactly they were doing other than they were trying to get some information from this, this person. Um, run into some issues. I think it was like some, they were getting ready to head into, I believe it was Libya. I could be wrong. Airspace couldn't do that. And all this crazy stuff. Again, you have to watch it. I couldn't, I couldn't describe it well enough for you to uh, enjoy it the way that it is portrayed on the big screen. So um, nonetheless, you 
start to understand a little bit. Okay, so the Falcons, the Falcons doing stuff. Uh, he, he again, he's like a, a contractor kind of situation. He has a new partner, uh, well, kind of partner, a new associate, I guess, uh, who's played by Danny Ramirez. As in the one sequence, he's uh, must be the government side, kind of the government contractor kind of person, his sidekick there, his buddy. Um, and then after that you see another sequence of them talking as, as uh, Anthony Mackie and those guys are working on the suit. He apparently had some uh, issues with his Falcon, his Falcon uh, uniform slash wings and whatnot. And um, so there, there's obviously some, some character building between these two characters. Um, one quick thing, George St. Pierre did make it out um, and hopefully will live and fight another day. I'm excited to see if they'll bring him back again. Anyways, so Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson, you know, he's got his thing going on, which was, again, it was like, holy crap. And then there's this other, you get kind of a hint of this other thing going on with the uh, Flag Smashers via his new associate. And then we, uh, you know, he he essentially says, hey, I have to go back to uh, Washington. I have to do a uh, presentation or what have you. And then you jump back over to Washington, which another. So that was cameo one. The next cameo, I was like, what? You know, they got uh, Rhodes is back. War Machine is back. So I'm sitting here like, what? They they got Don Cheadle, you know, James Rhodes to come back and reprise his role. He, he's uh, in the audience while Anthony Mackie essentially presents the Captain America shield to the Smithsonian as they have a huge exhibit. You get to see it with Don, Don Cheadle or, or James Rhodes as they kind of converse. How are things? What are you up to? You know, bring, bring the uh, family over, yada, yada, yada. Um, but super cool to see. And of course the question gets raised, right? If you remember the uh, infinity saga at the end of it, the cap, you know, cap gives him the shield. The shield is uh, supposed to represent, Captain America, why didn't he up uphold or or become Captain America? Well, he tells him he's like there's only one captain and that captain's Steve Rogers. And that's where the shield should, should stay. So, that's the reason that I am uh giving this or donating this uh to the Smithsonian. And of course, like I said, there's there's a a huge exhibit which was really cool. Like I love how they do these kinds of sequences in these shows because it's like, who would have thought, like, get the Smithsonian on there and then do, like, this really cool exhibit where it shows the Falcon, some of the Hydra stuff, some of the uh, Steve Rogers, a lot of the old vintage stuff, uh, some of the Falcon stuff, a, a tribute to him and uh, the associates that helped fight for America and, and more or less the world uh, through time. I thought that was really, really cool. Um. So that was kind of a glimpse at the Falcon. And then we uh, jump and I may get some of these scenes, some of these scenes uh, mixed up here, but nonetheless, we'll cover kind of the, the episode as a whole and then talk a little bit about uh, what we'll see more of. Um, let's see with that. We, I believe we jumped over and I may get this wrong. So I'll just actually, let me just stick with the Falcon. I'll just stick with the Falcon for now. Uh, the other cool thing is, you know, 
Anthony Mackey, a.k.a. the Falcon, you get to see what it's like to be in Sam Wilson's life and what he what he missed as he's interacting with his sister. Um, you get to see the family boat. They talk about it. And there's some really good if you pay attention to the dialogue between him and his sister um, as they're going through this difficult financial time and uh, they both want to do different things. But the dialogue in there was was surprisingly good. Um, there was a bit of an argument between the two and Anthony Mackey did not back down. He, he, he didn't cower. I thought it would have just been like a TV style. And he's like, no, I want, I own half of this. I know you don't like it, but I want to make this into something we can get alone, so forth and so on. So you get to see that side of, of the character. You also, <laughs> an interesting thing with that and the dynamic and the, the story that's being told is, you know, they go to the bank to get some money or try not robbing it by any means, like get a loan. And the uh, conversation comes up on like, don't, you know, aren't superheroes rich? Didn't start give you some break off some money or didn't this? It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. There's a little bit of a fund. Uh, and then I do contracts. I, you know, still work for the U.S. government, but at a different capacity. And And no, I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. And it's a funny wall to be broken because often we don't, I don't think about that and, and uh, it hasn't been conversated, but it is impacting um, Sam Wilson as a character, as a person in the, in the show and it's impacting his family. So it'll be interesting to see if that has dynamic throughout this uh, series. I, I, it's setting up like it's going to, like maybe it could influence potential decisions that he makes uh, because he clearly needs money. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I thought it was really cool that they uh, they they kind of walk you through that um, it, while establishing who Sam Wilson is and bringing in his family. So very well done on Disney's part. And like I said, I thought that was, that was a, a really cool and a good way to uh, build, uh, again, to build Sam Wilson as an independent character as opposed to being kind of the sidekick to Captain America or the helper or however you want to categorize it. Now, let me switch wheels a little bit. Let's go. Uh, let's talk about Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. Sebastian Stan. Um, clearly, he reprises his role, which is awesome. Sebastian Stan's done an incredible job as Bucky Barnes. Um, you know that he stayed in Wakanda. Uh, if you watch the Infinity Saga, which most of you, I would assume, did. Um, and so now we get to see the new Bucky Barnes. What's happened? Where is he at? What's going on? And in the opening sequencing, opening sequence there, again, uh, there's some action, a, little, a bit unknown on what's going on other than you get to see the Winter Soldier kicking ass and taking names. He wakes from a uh, what what appeared to be some kind of dream or nightmare. And then he's in his therapist's office where it does explain kind of what happened to him. So a conditional agreement essentially with the government and him. Uh, he has to go clearly through some type of therapy rehabilitation program. Um, he's not allowed to kill people. He's not allowed to do this. They walk through it. It's kind of cool. He does. He has been checking people off the list, but attempting to abide by the new formed rules, which was cool. Like I thought it was cool because you didn't just get thrown either one of these characters and especially in the uh, Bucky Barnes case to where like this dude was a war criminal at a global scale. What, you know, obviously he fought Wakanda and whatever, 
and helped try to get the uh, uh, the snap reversed and all of that. But I don't know that people are really accredited for that or or gained uh, um, I, I I don't think every person that I, uh, that helped with that. It's not like they get a hall pass or a free pass to do whatever they want moving forward. So in this case, you get to see that uh, unlike, you know, Anthony Mackey, to some degree or Sam Wilson, um, he was a villain. He switched sides. He tried to help. He did help. He obviously brokered some deal with the government. And then now they're letting him to live life with some rules and conditions. And then they go through this. There's some back and forth between uh, himself and his psychologist, I'm assuming. And it's pretty cool. It's also cool because he talks about his age. He's a hundred and something years old and it comes up over and over. And his thing uh, from his psychologist standpoint, it's like, man, you need, she asks to see a cell phone. And it's like, you've talked to 10 or you had 10 conversations this week and they were all with me. You got less than 10 contacts in your phone or, or something like that. And like, you need to get out and you need to do some, some positive things kind of situation. So jumping forward, um, he, he's got a uh, older gentleman that he hangs out with who kind of sets him up with a date with uh, a woman. And you kind of see this starting to build to where he's going from being this uh, product of Hydra, a war machine type, like type character or a, a isolated uh, piece of equipment almost to transitioning to a real person i feel i feel like okay now he's got to get the i guess emotional or emotional intelligence side that's why he's got to interact with people that's why he's got to start developing and and meeting people and maybe go and and date some women or a woman or what have you and also i i don't know i find that to be very cool because it's like wow you know so we got the sam wilson family side coming on and now we got the bucky barnes like, dude, you got to You got to start living life. Be happy. Live life. You're not you're not a product of this anymore. And he sees it and he realizes it. So we've got two characters that are obviously the main guys that are going to be the showrunners of this entire series um, with getting, in my opinion, the development kind of out of the way up front while establishing them. So we know what's going on as far as Sam Wilson, the character. We see what the Falcons doing as far as work goes. And now we see what Bucky Barnes is doing a little hazy on, uh, and a little unsure on what the winter soldier's doing as far as, uh, he, maybe he's still scratching some names off the list while attempting air quote to follow the rules that are set in place. Not a hundred percent sure there, but what we are sure of is what's, uh, what we kind of start moving toward, which is the flag smasher group or the, the, uh, first, true appearance of what could be and i don't know because it's first episode of a uh build up for kind of a fight throughout the uh, series here and that's the the flag smasher group which essentially is um a group that called uh, a bunch of people uh as i said earlier uh what was it named? sam wilson's sam wilson's uh counterpart there let me see Hold on one second. Let me see if I can get this guy's the character's name. I, for whatever reason, uh, it skipped my. Uh, come on. I don't know why it's not 
It's not really showing me a whole lot here. Anyways, uh, his quasi-partner in crime there um, is semi-investigating these guys. Essentially what happens, he goes to or gets invited to a group event. He shows up to the event. So, again, now we're kind of understanding on both sides. What is the Falcon doing? What is the Winter Soldier doing? Now we have get kind of these third introduction, which could either tie these two together or could be one enemy for, for either side. More than likely, um, the Falcon is going to get brought into this immediately because his buddy goes to this event. Um, however, he got invited to it. A group of people are standing there. They throw down the mask with the handprint, the red handprint on it. A bunch of what appears to be random people throw the masks on. Dude jumps out of the building with two duffel bags in which we would assume is full of money. Falcon's buddy tries to stop him, gets beat down. Then he, of course, calls his buddy, the Falcon, and uh, is like, hey, this is what I found out. Here's the video footage he had had it and said, hey, this is this is what's happened. He had a broken orbital. Uh, so shit's starting to hit the fan there. That sequence happens. We don't get a lot more than that. So it's building up again. So so now we're getting something um, outside of the, uh, the the personal life and the contracting world and back into this is a villain of some sort. Messed up your buddy here. What are you going to do about it? Well, while this episode was a little over, I believe it was a little over 40 minutes and they really did pack and they really did do a good job at this moment. The Falcon and the winter soldier have not met back up. So we don't know any of that. Uh, again, they're establishing stories. We just find out about the flag smasher dude's face is all messed up. Bad stuff's happening. Stole a bunch of money. Uh, they kind of flash mobbed out of there. Then we go into <clears throat> an item that's really kind of blowing up the internet right now, which is kind of it's kind of cool. Um, it kind it caught me off guard. I was like, "Damn, they they really got after it." And I feel like you have to watch this episode at least twice, maybe even three times, to really kind of grasp like how many different angles are being shoved into this first episode. Again, you've got the character sides like the Bucky Barnes and Sam Wilson stories, them as air quote people. And then you've got the Winter Soldier story. And then you've got the Falcon story. Um, but then it starts to evolve with the uh, the Flag Smasher group. And the big thing that we wrap this episode with. Let me, uh, let me do this. And that is the announcement. So we go to a uh, scene of Sam Wilson watching the TV as the government's announcing we need a new hero. We need a new Captain America or something of that sort. And they get one, a brand new Captain America. Now remember uh, that Captain America is a product of the U S government, right? Okay. So keep that in mind because I've read, I've read a lot of stuff. Um, on the internet, and I was like, Jesus, people are losing their minds. They hate the casting. They hate what they did with this. But we don't know what's to come. So they announced that there's a new Captain America, which is John Walker, who is played by Wyatt Russell, in which, let me uh, let me open this up here, see if it'll, come on.
trying to open this up. So obviously it's not Steve Rogers. It's not Chris Evans, which if you think about it at first, I was like, oh, this is bullshit. Why would they do this? Um, here's the deal. This is a new story. We know what Steve Rogers did, right? We know that he, air quote, retired. He's an old man now. Uh, Chris Evans is doing his thing, whatever. But what better way to tie this in? Because we don't know what side. We don't, we know that uh, some of the comics and characters that we see in the cinema, in the uh, MCU, are loosely based on X characters. In this case, it was, it was. So let's see. Uh, Hold on, I'm skimming through this. Okay, so the government's new Captain America is John Walker, a.k.a. Wyatt Russell. Um, In 1980s comic storyline, Walker was chosen for a role in the comics after Steve stepped down due to political interference. Sam was considered the role there, too, but politicians reasoned that the people weren't ready for a black Captain America. It's possible they're thinking similarly in the MCU. Walker has been both an adversary and an ally of the Cap in the comics, going by names like rather than intense super patriot and more reasonable sending U.S. agent. He's all about serving Uncle Sam, though to the point where he's often been a puppet for morally questioned politicians. I kind of wish they'd made Ralph Bonner the new cap. That's funny. Just to mess with it. That's actually really funny. Um, so that's coming to you from CNET where they kind of cap, uh, you know, go go over that with us. There's a bunch of articles on there which give a lot of dialogue and a shitload of opinion on what people think of them putting this version of Captain America on. Now, a quick reminder here, folks. Again, this is the government's new Captain America is John Walker. This is not the Steve Rogers Captain America. That is crystal clear. They're not trying to give you Chris Evans, Steve Rogers, okay? That's where I find it funny that people are up in arms about this. This is bullshit. Why? This is essentially what this is, is a limited suit for one guy, and the government feels necessary. Now, what side of the fence is he going to play on ultimately? I have no clue. And neither do you. So I think it's awesome that now we have we have a very cool launch for both the Falcon and the, and the Winter Soldier. Giving, I feel like they gave um, they gave us dinner with meat on the bones. Like here, give a shit about Sam Wilson because of his family and what he's trying to do. You guys need to care care about Bucky Barnes here because like dude's trying to find himself and he's trying to get past. Uh, him being a hydra agent and being a hundred plus years old and blah, 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 blah. That is awesome here. You know, we already saw one badass fight scene in the beginning, saw a little macro fight scene with uh, the winter soldier. And now we've got the flag smash. We got this organized group of criminals and here's a new captain America. Let's see how well these things play together. I am so freaking stoked for this show. Uh, show. The action sequences are incredible. The dialogue so far has been incredible. Of course, the cinematography I had already mentioned several times over is great. I hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, the first episode 
of Captain America in the Winter or Captain America, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as much as I did. I like how I feel like this is the correct way to do this. I feel like that. I feel like um, if you've watched the Captain America movies and then you watch the uh, uh, Winter Soldier movie and the way that they're shot and the way that they're done, high speed, action packed, good dialogue. Uh, you've always got an element of the government in the military. I felt that way in here. I felt I felt like it was natural. It wasn't anything weird. It wasn't anything out of place. And good Lord, are they setting up for a season here? Um, talking about the season, I'm not. I did read that there was. Let's let's look it up here. Let me get off this just to make sure that I'm correct because I had this jotted down but I just want to make sure never mind because I'm getting I just googled how many episodes I'm getting four episodes getting six episodes I don't know Uh, anyways it was nice to see them run this the first episode anyways over 40 minutes the unfortunate thing we didn't get two i watched the one and was excited to see the next wasn't available yet so you'll have to wait until this coming friday to watch episode two now a couple of things that are yet to be seen that we you know it's more than likely going to happen um and that I'm excited is obviously there's going to be the team up between the Falcon Winter Soldier. We know that. I mean, it's in the episode. Uh, it's in the episode preview for episode two where Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan finally reunite. And uh, I think that's going to be fun. I think it's going to be cool. Um, and I hope from some of the commercials we've we've seen, um, I hope they keep a little bit of that comedy, kind of the funness going because it it can be done very well between these two characters and they're badass. So if we can get some comedy and action while telling and developing their stories, I think they're on to something very strong there. Um, a couple of other things. We don't know what direction this Captain America is going to go. If he's a hardliner for, like they said, you know, the, the politicians and the government, they can play that any which way they want to where at first he's the guy. Maybe he's too rigid. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's in the allegiance of bad politicians or what have you. We don't know. That's exciting to me because this could be really cool because if he holds the power of the government, then the Falcon and Winter Soldier got to really watch their P's and Q's on what directions and what they want to do. So that could also be coming. Again, we'll have to see. And then let me type in this last one here. Uh, Let's see before I dive into it. Um, we also obviously have the uh, the flag smashers. Where where is that going to take us? How far down the road will that go? And then uh, is Baytruck or Batruck the leaper? Is he coming back? Is he gone? Is he uh, just done for the season? I hope he comes back. To tell you the truth, I hope he gets to come in and out of it. I think that would be, I think that would be freaking awesome. I I really do. And then, of course, we have Baron Zemo. Let's see. Let's see what this says. Yeah. So the Falcon Winter Soldier, current since 2016. So we also have him, which was a character that we saw many times over, uh, messing with 
let's see, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and everybody in between as he was a Hydra agent. So where is he going and is he returning? Um, we haven't seen him yet, so I don't know what their, what their plans are. Because that's the thing. I mean, we can speculate. We can guess as much shit as we want. But because of how well Kevin Feige, the MCU, just how well all of this stuff goes, um, it can go in so many different directions, whether it was and is some kind of a past deal, like flashback deal that's influencing maybe the Winter Soldier. Is it where they're going to go uh, as another villain so they could have what Flag Smasher is a villain, Baron Zemo as a villain? Shit, the new Captain America, you know, could be, could be John Walker, could be a, a quasi villain, or do they team up and do it? So much to come on this, guys. I'm so freaking stoked. I hope you enjoyed this episode. That's all I got on uh, today's episode, folks. Uh, again, episode one, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. An incredible introduction to these characters as independents. I think they've got a heck of a story, and I am super excited to see what's to come next week on episode two. I hope you guys are as excited as I am. We're going to be talking through this every single Saturday for the most part. And uh, as always, make sure if you guys have not followed Culture Jack, take a moment, follow us, drop a review. Uh, drop a comment down below. Uh, below, tell us what, what are you thinking? Did you it, did the Falcon and Winter Soldier bring you everything that you wanted and then some, or did it epically fail? Drop a comment. I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are, and of course, feel free to comment because you don't you disagree with them running with maybe John Walker as Captain America, or maybe even bringing back Captain America as a whole. But again, remember, different Captain America. Same air quote title. That's how that's how the government wants to do it in the MCU, which is cool. I think it's cool. I, I like the way it fits. A lot of speculation in this episode because it's the first. And as always, guys, just as a reminder, here on Culture Jacked, we have news coming to you on Thursday. We got the Friday show on Friday. We've got on this episode on Saturday. We got more news coming to you on Sunday and Monday, Madness on Monday. That's five solid episodes for your listening pleasure every single week and you're gonna miss them if you don't follow us on one of your favorite platforms which could be apple podcast could be soundcloud could be snitcher stitcher 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 um and and it could be spotify you get to choose regardless thank you so much for listening and don't forget tomorrow we'll have the news out thank you guys for tuning in i'll catch up catch up with you on more falcon and winter soldier episode news next Saturday. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you later.